On The Flow podcast is brought to you by AWA, Aotearoa's leading period, postnatal and pee-proof underwear, keeping you supported all day long. Available at awathelabel.com. Kia ora and welcome to On The Flow, the podcast dedicated to exploring the world's tradition of periods, where we have some bloody deep chats and get you one step closer to reconnecting you to your cycle. No mai no tato. Welcome back, everyone, to On the Flow, the podcast powered by Awa the Label. My name's Hannah, and I'm your host. And this is episode number three, where we'll be discussing Waste Free July and also the war on single use plastics, what Awa is doing, and also some other information as well. And we're going to start off with the blog post that was written at the beginning of the month by our guest blogger, Sade Grenfell. And you can read this for yourself up on the website, awathelabel.com, but I'm going to read it through and then we'll make some notes and commentary afterwards as well. So let's get into it. The war on single-use plastics is nothing new. It's become normal to see a range of non-plastic straws in our bars and cafes, and we can all be seen lugging around our reusable water bottles and discounts for bringing in our own coffee cup or container to takeaway joints, as they encourage us to ditch the throwaway options. And I'm sure we've all been outraged at the images of turtles trapped in shopping bags or the stomachs of seabirds filled with non-degradable rubbish. And I'd feel pretty confident to claim that most of us here in Aotearoa have had some kind of lifestyle change in the name of helping the taia or helping the environment. It's safe to say that we know about the damage caused by single-use plastics and positive changes are being made both in our individual lives as well as across our society as a whole to mitigate the damage to our earth and our oceans. Yet, despite all the focus on the harm of single-use plastics, the conversation around the environmental impact of disposable period products feels like it's only just beginning. So why are single-use period products harmful to our environment, and what can we do about it? Well, for one, disposable period products are still being flushed down our toilets. Whether this is due to lack of education, a lack of proper disposal units, or embarrassment around dealing with used period waste, or for whatever reason, the fact is that millions of plastics from period products are being dumped in our oceans. This leads to the huge amounts of pollution, massively endangering our wildlife and harmfully affecting the ecosystems of our oceans. Yet no matter the disposal method, single-use period products continue to negatively affect our environment. Even if we're taking care to never flush our tampons down the toilet, the materials that pads and tampons are made from are still mostly non-biodegradable, and even the organic, more environmentally friendly ones are far too slow to break down. Which means that single-use period products are contributing to our growing landfills. And what's more is, the actual creation of single-use disposable period products, especially pads and applicator tampons, is wreaking havoc on our environment. One study found that it was the processing of the thermoplastics used in plastic tampon applicators and the plastic strip on period pads had the biggest impact on global warming. So even if we dispose of single-use products correctly and follow all the guidelines, we're still contributing to the destruction of our environment simply by purchasing and using these products. 
And with the average menstruator using approximately 20 pads or tampons each month, our individual environmental impact adds up pretty quickly over our lifetime. And surely this is something of an environmental nightmare, am I right? Luckily, pads and tampons are no longer our only options for managing our menstrual flow. By using other reusable period underwear, not only will you be contributing to a climate positive business, but you'll also be helping to combat the environmental damage caused by single use plastics. And here's some numbers for you. Currently, based on customer orders, AWA is preventing over 560,000 single-use period products from ending up in our landfills or oceans every single month. Yes, you heard that correctly. Over half a million single-use period products aren't being purchased and aren't being used and aren't being discarded into landfills or oceans every single month. And luckily, someone else did the math, or Sade did it in her blog post, so I don't have to right now. Uh, If you do the math, you'll soon see that that works out to be over 6.7 million individual products each year. That's 6.7 million single-use plastics that no longer burden our landfills or wash up on our beaches every year. I'll just give you some time to let that sink in. And what's more is that as the popularity of Awa reusable period underwear grows, the positive impact that Awa has on combating the environmental damage of single-use plastics grows as well. And with increasing numbers of new customers turning to reusable period underwear every month, AWA is preventing on average an additional 28,000 single-use period products from being disposed. With this continued growth, our customers will collectively end up saving 7.1 million single-use period products from damaging our environment this year, so just in 2021, and 7.4 million in 2022 in the upcoming year. Yep, you heard that right. That's 7.4 million fewer single-use plastic products being used in just one year. So it can be easy to think that we're only one person and that our individual actions can't make a lot of difference. But these numbers show that together our actions add up massively. So if you've not already made the switch from plastics to period pants, now is the perfect time. Our environment will thank you for it. And that wraps up the blog post. So again, a big mihi, a big thank you to Sade Grenfell, our guest blogger for this month, who contributed all of that awesome information, uh, the impact as well that our individual decisions can have on the environment, both positive and negative, like purchasing single-use period products, even if we are taking care, if we, even if we follow everything down to the T, production of those products has already had an impact before it's hit the shelves and before we've added it to cart or even used and disposed of them. And I remember the first time I read this post, it just blew me away with how each individual action accumulates and it grows. And you saw with those numbers there, 7.4 million fewer single-use plastic products will be used next year alone, 7.1 million this year, which is just insane. It's so empowering. And we're all a part of that. 
you know, with these little decisions that have a big impact. And so I thought it would be good also to put those numbers into context because sometimes you can think like 1 million or 560,000 and they can be just big numbers. Like, you know, it's a lot, but how much is it really? So just to give some context. And so I thought it would be helpful to reframe the amount of period products into seconds, just so that we can get a grasp on how big those numbers actually are, how each individual effort accumulated with everyone else's individual effort and contribution makes this huge impact. And so for context, 1,000 seconds turns out to be about 16 minutes, okay? And then up from there, a million seconds equates to 12 days. And then the difference between 1 million and 1 billion seconds is 31 years. So if we're talking numbers of 7.1 and 7.4 million fewer single-use period products, that turns out to be about 89 days or about three months. So if that was one product every second, you could count those out for three months. Okay, so that's another perspective you could look at it. The numbers are big and impressive, but often we can get lost in that or we think like, oh yeah, we think we have a gauge on how much 7.4 million actually is. But when you convert it into that or into time, it's just ridiculous. And so my mind just keeps getting blown over and over again. And so I hope that helped put the data and the numbers and the stats into context for you. And that by us making our individual decision and purchasing our period proof underwear, for whatever reason, this is also a side effect, a very cool one to be part of just by making the simple purchase or by changing and reframing the way we engage with our ikura, with our menstrual cycle and with our bodies and getting to know it on the intimate level, which is what these products have definitely helped me to do and I know so many others as well and you can just listen to previous episodes with Ngahuia and with Michelle about how the products we use really influence the way we see ourselves, see our body, see the blood and what it means to us or what it means to be a menstruator and so on. And I just had some other notes I wanted to add into this episode before we wrap up because there's so much emphasis on the consumer and that it's all on the consumer or the responsibility is on the consumer to change their choices. When in reality, businesses, companies and big corporates have the biggest impact on global warming and they contribute the most to landfills and to pollution and to the state that our environment is in today. But there's so much pressure and so much branding and marketing that makes us think that it's all on us as the consumers. And while I do agree that we as consumers have a responsibility to make good choices that align with our values and the way we want to live our life and the kind of impact we want to make, it's not just on us, but companies need to take responsibility and do better. And that's what I was doing by providing alternatives and options to keep us safe emotionally, 
spiritually, mentally, and physically as well, and to feel empowered on our ikura, as well as these products being nourishing for Papa Tuanuku as well. But earlier in the episode and in the blog post that Sade Grenfell wrote, she mentions how the processing of thermoplastics, which are used in tampon applicators and the plastic backstrip on period pads, has the biggest impact on global warming. And so that's the production side of these single-use products that occurs before it even hits the shelves, before it's even shipped, before it's packed and prepared in the supermarket or in the store shelves, and before we've even made a purchase, it's already made so much impact on the environment. And so another benefit for choosing our period-proof underwear is that it cuts out that whole part of the production process. And so even before you've purchased your our products, it's had less impact on the environment. And then because you'll be reusing these products over and over again and nourishing the whenua, nourishing papatuanuku, nourishing the environment with the rituals or the ceremonies or how you part with your blood during your cycle, already the impact of choosing our and our producing their products is so much lower than single-use period products. And I think that's just such a nice way to end our episode for today. And of course, the conversation can continue. So if our listeners want to comment, want to write in, or if you have any suggestions, you want to share your experiences or any stories you might have, please, I encourage you to send those through email, comment, we're on all the social media platforms because whatever reason you decide to make the switch from single-use products to our period-proof underwear, there are already so many benefits on an environmental level, on a social level as this movement grows and grows and we become more aware and more in tune with our blood and with our bodies, but also on a very deeply personal and intimate level as well. And so I hope you enjoyed our cordial today. Make sure you check out the blog post if you want to uh, read up on those statistics again. And again, a big mihi and thank you to Sade Grenfell for writing and contributing that piece to the Awa, the label blog. And I think I forgot to mention, but one of our upcoming episodes is going to be a deep dive into what Awa, the label as a company, is doing to minimize their environmental impact or the negative impact impact on the environment and so if you had any questions or you wanted to find out specific information or this has sparked something in you listening to this episode please make sure you send your questions through so we can include them in the interview for that episode otherwise thank you again for joining me today i'd love to hear your feedback and how you found this episode catch you again very soon thank you again for joining me on on the flow the podcast powered by awa Hey, cool now.